Well, each and every Friday on the Matthew White Morning Program, we catch up with our great mate Chris Nelson, SEN track analyst. Hopefully, Chris can find you a couple of winners at the races tomorrow. He's on the line right now. Morning, Chris. Good morning, Julian. I'll give it my best shot. The last couple of weeks have been a bit disappointing, but we've had to deal with wet tracks, and that's not mm. the case tomorrow. I'm glad to report. Good, good. I'll, yes, I'll channel my inner Pat Benatar. Hit me with your best shot there, Chrissy. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, before we get to the tips, uh, huge news this week, of course, about Rose Hill Racecourse being demolished yeah. to make way for yeah. 25,000 new homes. Of course, Gay Waterhouse has called it a travesty. The thing about it is, you know, this is divided opinion within the racing industry. So it's not all one-way traffic. Your reaction? I don't like it at all. I, I mm. hate to see racecourses... Um, I'll be redeveloped. I know in this day and age, it's probably a necessity and there's going to be more of it. But I've mentioned it many times overseas, uh, in America particularly, there's a lot of a lot of race courses that have been closed down and, and redeveloped. I mean, that's I think it's So Fi or So Cal Stadium, that big stadium that had the Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, no, I, that yeah. used to be Hollywood Park racetrack mm. up until about five or six years ago. So we've seen it over there, but we haven't seen it as much here. But no, I'm a bit of a traditionalist, so. I, the, the bit I can't get my head around is why are we doing this to Rose Hill, but we're going to search all of Sydney for a new venue? What, what, and where's that going to be? I mean, how much mm. land is available in Sydney for a new venue? What, why do you get rid of one um, yep. to get another when you've got a perfectly good one there as it is? Yeah, the land is diminishing. It's in, well, I, I'm with you in a sense that you know you can't you can't get history back, and there's a hundred years of history no. to Rose Hill Racecourse. But yeah, I suppose on the flip side, and people are saying, well, why not Canterbury, for example? But you know, if the sale, as reported, Chris, could generate $5 billion for the racing industry, is it worth it in that it could future-proof racing in this country? Well, maybe. Depends where the money goes in the end. I mean, Sydney Racing's had a lot of money poured into prize money over the last, uh, what, four or five years. We've seen races such as the Everest pop, out, pop up out of nowhere and a lot of other pop-up races. I mean... Uh, there's a lot of money there. Couldn't some of that be used for future-proofing the future? I mean, do we really need all this prize money in some of these races? The Everest is worth 20-odd million. I'm sure you get the same field for 5 million. That's my personal mm-hmm. thought anyway. Yeah, and then you've got to think about where the trainers are going to go, the Golden Slipper and, and all the great races that are housed by uh, the Rose Hill track. Anyway, I mean, we could talk for hours on this, couldn't yeah. we? Let's have a look at some of the racing this weekend. We'll start with Randwick Race 5. Uh, Randwick race number five. Now, this is a good race. It's a, it's a two-year-old race, the English Nursery, and there's uh, not a lot of exposed form, but through the trials, I like one here by the name of number 10, Jupiter Hills. Uh, Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott uh, train this one. Hasn't had a start as yet. Cost $380,000 at the sales. And I like both trials. Second in both. The latest behind uh, a stablemate 2Q, it was very good because they spaced the rest and then 2Q at a previous trial spaced its rivals by seven lengths. So I think this one goes okay. Uh, there is a bit of a market push around. Timmy Clark will ride. You know where this horse is going to be from that stable and Timmy Clark on board. are going to be right up the front. Mm. And from there, I think it might take some beating. So we'll watch the market as the race gets closer. I'd like to see some further support, but I think this one will make a very, very strong debut. Race five, number 10. Jupiter Hills. Yep, the 1,000-metre English Nursery Blue Strata on the favourite. Let's jump to Randwick, race seven, the 1,600-metre Ingham. Yeah, $2 million race, this one. There's, there you go. There's another pop-up race sort of came from that one. No, this, hmm. actually, I'm wrong. This race was the Villiers. So this was formerly known as the Villiers. Uh, number 13 here, Hinged. Uh, look, she's a mare that she tends to find trouble in her races. She seems to be unlucky or she suffers some sort of injury. 
And take note, I mean, three starts back, she had cardiac arrhythmia. She ran last. Uh, last time out, she pulled up lame. She ran eighth in the group one. But all her form is in very strong races. And she draws a gate here, and she can take advantage of that gate. And this is, uh, this is easier. She's stepping down from the Empire Rose to group one. The Hill Stakes was a group two. Uh, the seven stakes behind Think It Over. So you look at the horses she's been chasing home. They're all better than she faces tomorrow. As I said, she'll get a good run. She's not badly weighted. And I think she's a decent bet each way. That's race seven, number 13, hinged. And Randwick, race nine, over the mile, the Jack Ingham AO. Aristonis here, number five. I'm pretty keen on this one. And it's around 5 or $6 last time I checked. Uh, Annabelle Neesham trains, uh, former French galloper. Last uh, run he had in France was over the hurdles back in October, but he's had four runs in Australia. His first two were both wins. Now, I loved his recent trial at Ramwick. He sat out the back there, and he got to the outside past every runner bar the winner, and he was making very good ground, and that was 1,200 metres. 1,600 metres first up is absolutely ideal for this one. That's the trip he won over first up last prep. I think he'll run really well. Race nine, number five, Aristonis. In Sydney, let's head to Brisbane. Eagle Farm, race five, over 1,400 metres, the Magic Million Handicap. Yeah, interesting here because number four, uh, Golden Decade, is the horse I want to tip. Now, this horse is also accepted at Ramwick in an earlier race. So race five, number four, from a wide-gated Eagle Farm, probably ends up running at Ramwick. If it runs at Ramwick, back for the win. If it ends up going around at Eagle Farm, back each way from the wide gate, as I said. Good run last start. Trapped deep all the way. Uh, last 200 and 400 metre sectional, still the strongest in the race. I think this one's very close to a win. Whether it be in Sydney or Brisbane, I think Golden Decade can win. So we'll say race five, number four in Brisbane. And I'm looking for the race, uh, race three, number two at Ramwick. Beautiful. Eagle Farm, race six, over 1,000 metres, the Bribery Cup. Yeah, really good race. Plenty of speed here. Shooting for gold number two is the tip from a good gate. He gets back in his races as a rule, and that can be costly. But from that gate tomorrow, he should be closer in the run. There's good speed in the race, and we know he hits the line hard, and you'll get each way about him also. So in the bribey, number two, shooting for gold. And then we head to the eighth, Chris Eagle Farm, the 1,400-metre star gateway. Freedom Rally, the favourite at the moment. Yeah, top trainer in uh, Queensland, Tony Gollan's got seven in the race. So I'm going for one of those, and that is Freedom Rally, who had a run at the Sunshine Coast three weeks ago. Nice little pipe opener for tomorrow. He has won at Eagle Farm over 1,400 metres. No doubt in the world he would have been set for this race. The winner gets into the Stradbroke next year, and Tony Gollan will be wanting to do that. So pretty keen. Best of the day, uh, number five in the gateway. That is race number eight, and that is Freedom Rally. Freedom Rally. Great to catch up, mate. Happy punting tomorrow. Thanks, Julian. Have a great weekend. And you. There he is, Chris Nelson, SEN Track Analyst.